So what's poppin' peons? Welcome back to Drea's Diary. It is your girl and I am here today for 7 Days of Love. And today on the very first day of love, I'm going to be talking about a type of love that most people don't talk about. And it is the friendship love. Because a lot of people think that love is just hell for romantic relationships. But deep down in my heart of hearts... I know that you can have multiple loves, like you have a family love, a romantic love, things like that. And I feel like if you get it in your heart to actually, you know, actually acknowledge these other feelings outside of romantic things, you will be a better human being because I'm telling you right now, as someone who has put pause, has pressed pause on their dating life, like literally paused it and has not picked that bitch up for a very long time and is enjoying it the thing that is keeping me going the thing that is keeping me from being so lonely is this love that i have for my friends and the first one is going to go out to my best friend for sure um shout out to devon shout out to him um he has a podcast and it is called is this a football podcast he drops monday wednesdays friday um, you can find him in and everywhere, and I'm gonna tell y'all right now why he's getting his shit together with everything else. I'm going to sit here and I want to tell y'all if y'all are football fans, best believe y'all need to be tuned in. He talks sports, he's gonna do movie reviews and things like that. And you know, that's how we get it popping, that's how we get it done over here in these motherfucking streets. So, why, 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 so if y'all are into sports, because that's something that I am not into. I would suggest that y'all go to his page. You know what I'm saying? Live it up. Viva, viva, loca. And run them numbers up, okay? And I'm going to plug him every motherfucking chance I get just so you know, okay? <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Drea's Diaries OnlyFans. <laughs> no, seriously, it truly is. <laughs> Very much so. Go to my OnlyFans. Please. Please. I promise to add more content. <laughs> but no, um uh, but um but on a serious note though, like honestly, truly, and most impressively, seriously, let's get into the podcast. Today's podcast, I'm gonna be talking about my best friend and how much I love him and the things that we've had to go through through our friendship because we have been friends for about eight years and it was one point in time where I thought we were never ever going to come back from the shit that we had gone through and a lot of people don't know this because they when I talk about my best friend I say my best friend a lot and people are like oh my gosh you talk about your best friend so much you must love this man very much so in love with this man very some very much so care about this man very much so giving i love this man and i'll tussle you bitch if it came down to it um a lot of people but the part i don't get is that my best friend has a different place in my heart than other places do and i'm looking at myself in the mirror because i'm so fucking pretty and such a beautiful bitch you're all that and more girl yes sister bomb bitch girl yes and i'm gonna be cringing with love with you anyways um but today's love is for my best friend and i have to focus on that so i can't look in the mirror but i'm gonna look in the mirror so to be completely honest and to start off the video um Make sure you tell a friend and go tell a friend. Make sure you're sharing. Make sure you're liking. Make sure you're, you know, leaving comments. Um, If you guys leave comments, I can see it on Spotify. Just so you guys, if you guys did not know. 
Anyways, I'm, I'm done with all the infomercials and shit like that. So let's go get into it. The shit y'all really want to hear. Um, me and my best friend met in 2014. I started college early. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> A couple of months early. Would not recommend it. Enjoy your summer. <laughs> I really thought I was eating shit up. I was like, oh, I'm finna start. First semester I get out. I'm telling you, bitch, graduated in January, February, March, April, May, June. Bitch, in July, I was in fucking class taking a fucking mini course before August. <laughs> didn't even get to enjoy that little break. Uh, just jumped right into adulthood, didn't I? Um, so I met my best friend at Miami Day. Me and my best friend, we met at Miami Day, and the very first thing I called him was ugly. I know you're like, who starts the friendship off by saying that somebody's ugly? Y'all, I did not want this man to be my friend at all. I hated men. Men were disgusting to me at the time. It was awful at the time i knew that i liked um the ladies but i i was just so disgusted with men that i did not know that i was truly bisexual so at the time because i had not healed from a lot of stuff i was just so what you call it and don't get it twisted my best friend is not innocent either thank you very much because it's the reason why we had a falling out but um, <laughs> i say this i say this like I say this like I'm about to make him sound like a good guy. Um, But me and my best friend, we didn't become friends until like month two, okay? Because I knew he liked me and like liked me like in good, like googly eyes liked me. My best friend is four years older than me. So I'm going to be 27 this year. He's turning 31. And um, yes, there's a lot of... We've been friends for about nine years now. Last year made officially eight years. And we met at Miami Dade. I called some ugly at first. And it wasn't until month two of me knowing him. That's when he decided to be my friend. And I kept on putting big emphasis on friend. Like I literally friends on my best friend. Okay. I was like friend, 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 capital F-I-R-E-D, friend. <laughs> And he gave up the chase, and I'm glad he did, because he's better off as my friend than he is as my man. Like, there are so many differences between me and him. Like, I have deconstructed the misogyny, the patriarch, and a whole lot of shit that was up in me. Your girl has done the work. Um, My best friend, he still holds on to, like, some things that girls are to be protected. Men are supposed to be warriors and shit like that. And I'm trying to break him out of that mindset because, baby, um, as a man, you do have the right to rest. You do have the right to be emotional. You do have the right to do these things. And you're not supposed to be on go all the time. As a man, especially a black man, it is okay to feel. It is okay to do things. And it is not called a soft life or something by doing the bare minimum and taking self-care. It's called self-love. It's called pouring into yourself. And I'm glad that the black men are now getting the community, are finally getting to the point where they're practicing love instead of self-hate. Because, baby, it was giving giving strong self-hate for a long time. And the self-love of y'all pouring into yourselves, getting animals, getting companions, not dating, raising y'all standards, figuring out what y'all truly like and y'all don't like. I love that for y'all. Um... My best friend mm-hmm, is 
learning how to go become in that soft man era that y'all like to call it where he is falling in the self-love phase and me and my best friend have grown a lot and I'm not saying like our business is perfect perfect because I have not I have done heinous shit and my best friend has done heinous shit to me okay um but all bullshit aside though me and my best friend are so are going to celebrate nine years this year god willing um now i see why the other people say god willing um because a lot of shit has happened um but some of the trials and tribulations that we've had through our friendship is the things that i want to get on first and then i want to get on the things where we have succeeded at so that is going to be the flow of this conversation from this point on i may ramble but my ramblings are going to be in context to what is being said so pay attention listen listen up and learn um, me and my best friend, some of the things that we had to get over was he had to see me as a person. A lot of times in our friendships, because we, what you call it, especially with the opposite sex, we don't look at them as a person. We look at them as something that we try to get at. In the beginning of our friendship, it was very hard to get him to not see me as somebody who he could possibly date. Because in my mind, I genuinely just wanted a friend. Like when you're like because women are conditioned to date and just accept like the good guy thing and like my best friend will put on this good guy act this is why when i say ladies do not fall for that good guy act shit like don't do it um yeah tea a lots of tea um sit here all day for what on the good guy acts but he it took us a long time for him to see me as a person and that what caused our first break because we I said we began like actually doing friendship shit at two months, right? And he will put on this good guy act and the good guy act caused our first official friend breakup at month four because I was just like I can't do this shit. He had to go, he had to go do some things and it took us about like two weeks before we got back to the thing we both had to apologize for some shit and we had to keep it moving and pushing um i've had till i had learned how to talk to people because sometimes when i get upset your girl can be real spicy with words and um it's just not a healthy conducive environment for things like that so when that came so when so so yes i had every right to feel upset ashamed bothered perplexed annoyed at the fact that my best friend wanted me to um be his girlfriend how i should have said it was something totally different and if i could not handle i should have just left like i did um it took two weeks and he literally proved that he could be a friend and not look at me romantically um another bump in the road that we had in our friendship that damn near nearly almost made me not have a best friend was when we tried to date um dating was hard for us and this is why i say i will never cross that line ever again with a friend unless it is intentional and he's like okay let's go be friends first and then see if we like each other and then date um yeah it was very hard for us to come off of our breakup a lot of people a lot of people know that i've dated my best friend but a lot of people don't know to the extent um because he is my best friend and this is my personal best naive i'm not gonna go into all the details but it took us a good little minute to get out of that rut and it took 
it I had no problem looking at him like he was my brother because even when we were dating, it was hard to like kiss him, hold his hand, do stuff like that. And for him, it was just like his dream come true. And I was just like, I can't do this. And I was like, if this is what you need for you to be okay, it's not gonna work for me and I need a break. After taking a break from our friendship, after after we broke up, after I had to break up with him because I had to break up with him twice. I think multiple times in our friendships, like on a romantic level. Now we're at this nice place where we just joke about like the times we dated. We joke about the times that we dated and we say, (laughs) we gonna get married one day. And that's the running joke now because we've had we've had that hurdle and getting over that hurdle was hard. Um and the reason why we thought it would be okay to date each other is because we actually took the time out in our friendship to actually get to know each other. I know so much about my best friend now at this point in time at year 8 than I did at year 5 because even at year 5 like my best friend even told me like he was like my best friend told me because I didn't I didn't realize this and I know it sounds like iconic and crazy like how could you not realize this but I have a hard time opening up to other people and when people often look at me they're like oh how hard is it for you to open up to people I was like um yeah whatever I think we were at like year three and I was still holding secrets in with my best friend and people were like oh my gosh what do you mean by holding secrets like I literally held secrets for my best friend that I did not tell him and so when he would do little things that would annoy me I would like stop you doing this fucking annoys the shit out of me he'd be like well I'm just doing x y and z and if you don't I'll give y'all an example like something so innocent um so I was dating this dude right and he knew about the whole situation because at the end of the day what happened at the end of the day we were sitting there and while we were talking and giggling and shit like that um What the fuck happened? He made a joke about my ex-boyfriend. I was like, can you stop doing it? And to his knowledge, he did not know that me and my ex-boyfriend had got back together. So he was just ragging, like, just ragging on the nigga. And I'm just like, bro, you don't get off me. I was like, you don't get off old boy. And he was like, you act like you got back with him. And I was like, and if I did... And he was like, why didn't you just say that you got back with him? And I was like, because I didn't feel like I wanted to hear your mouth and all this other stuff. He was like, you're being defensive. And he was like, and I said, I was like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not being defensive. If I want to get back with my ex. I can get back with my ex. Nobody's going to stop me from getting back with my ex. And you can't stop me from getting back. And he was like, I'm not going to tell you I told you so. I'm not going to rub it in your face. I'm not going to throw salt on it. And he said, you should have just said that you got back with your ex. I would have never been trying to hook you up on these dates and stuff like that. I wouldn't have been doing all this other stuff. If I would have known that you had got back with your ex, I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. And he was like, you're being defensive right now. And my best friend loved me through that phase. But this is why I have a deep appreciation and love for him because we actually grew together. And I don't say grow. I say, I say, I think that every relationship should, I think y'all should grow together. Like, and whereas I used to be hiding the things that used to be up close and personal to me. Now I kind of look back and I'm like, okay, this is cool. This is nice. This is whatever. But now I know that I used to be extremely defensive, especially with my best friend. Now my best friend knows a lot of shit about me. I mean, I told my best friend the other day about 
a huge ass blood clot that came out my vagina and I described it, sent him a picture and did everything else. And I know you're like, oh my gosh, how could you send that man that, all that other stuff. You share too much now. Um, Quite frankly, I do not share enough with my best friend. <laughs> and he still gets on me about me not sharing with him, especially about my emotional needs and what I need, not just from him, but like with other people and like setting boundaries and stuff like that. Like he gets on me about that. But we grow together. Um, we both went to therapy. Um, I went to therapy first. I finally convinced the nigga to go to therapy. Um, I'm trying to get him to go to a new therapist now because just because your therapist got pregnant does not. But yeah, um, we literally have these things where we grow together. So yeah, in the beginning we had to go through things that I had. Like at one point in time, I hated black men. I couldn't stand black men. Black men made me sick to the stomach. Like if I heard a black man say some shit, I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like nobody cares. Like, uh. But now <laughs> I'm like, okay, I've got over my trauma and my issues that I've had and shit like that. So now the things that because the way because my best friend is dark skin, I used to be colorist. I used to practice a lot of self-hate. So, I used to hate it. I'm almost like, you ugly, da-da-da-da. Because guess what? My best friend is not ugly. Not at all. Not even the slightest bit. But at the time, I couldn't, like, at the time, I was like, you're ugly. And my best friend has grown with me and shown me how to be a better person. In the same way, I don't hear, like, oh, my gosh, your best friend does so much. You do nothing for your best friend. I thought the same thing, too, until my best friend told me everything that I did for him. And one of the things that he said that I do for him is that I offer him, I teach him empathy. And I said, how do I teach you empathy? He said, because you just do. And I didn't know I taught my best friend boundaries <laughs> and how to be a slut. I thought, I really thought my slutism was getting on him. But he was like, we, that's the, that's the running joke. <laughs> My best friend knows all my secrets. Um, not all my secrets, but a lot of my motherfucking secrets. Um, and one of the jokes is, um, who's the biggest slut, me or you? And he says that he cannot outdo the mate, the the queen slut myself. And um, uh, as the queen slut herself, I would like to say that uh, nobody's gonna ever go outdo me because I'm keep slutting it up every single chance I get. Oh, uh, but um, no, uh. <laughs> oh my gosh but no like the things that like my best friend says that I do for him like I teach him empathy um I teach him boundaries things like that and I was like how do I teach you boundaries I said I basically tell you a lot of shit especially about how I feel and he goes yeah and he was like you're the person who taught me about emotional intelligence and I'm like how I taught you about emotional intelligence and when he went broke it down and I can't tell you all the other stuff because that's personal. But he literally taught, like, the same things, like, a lot of, like, because we pour into each other. So, whereas I may think I'm not doing anything for my best friend, my best friend says I do plenty for him. <laughs> okay, we're finally getting matching tattoos. Um, Like, and it's not just, like conversation wise like financially we show up for each other like if I have it and he needs it bitch I'm there I remember when my best friend had was going through like the rough patch that I'm going through right now with jobs 
my best friend needed money to get to and from work and I was just like here you go and here goes some extra money he goes oh you don't have to do that I said I said I know I don't have to do a fuck thing (laughs) I'm doing it because I want to my best friend's check because his job did some shit one day with his check and it did not come through and he was like I really want to order pizza and do this don't you call it why they go fix it they're gonna fix it I, I gave I literally sent him like I want to say I said how much do you need and I sent him like a little bit extra on top of that because bitch if you need if you need it and I got it we got it my best friend shows up and spots me for things um we share um accounts <laughs> um we used to share Netflix before Netflix got uber duper expensive. But like we share things and we build our friendship. So therefore, I don't really seek companionship out as much as I probably a lot of people are like, oh, I guess I guess because I'm not a pick me anymore. I don't I say I'm not a pick me anymore or I don't do the things like, oh, my gosh, I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to show for this. I have to show for that. But for me, myself and I, because I don't do those things anymore, I'm kind of like, oh, this is nice. This is, you know, this is cute. This is it's giving the girls giving. You know what I mean? Um, I basically just show up now. And a lot of people don't know that. And I know it sounds crazy, but. Now I literally just show up in my friendship and it is what it is. Cause it's like if if there's a financial need that needs to be met, we he helps out, but we also have hard conversations. I remember one day my best friend took me out and he was like, You're he said he said you spend money like a drug dealer and he said you need to start budgeting. I did not want to hear that because who wants to hear from their best friend that you spend money like a drug dealer and at this point in time it is getting disparaging, right? And when you hear, oh my gosh, you spend money like a drug dealer and you're like, My best friend holds me accountable so much. It's fucking ridiculous. I remember... I had got back with one of my exes and my best friend was like, if you get back with this man, you already know he's on, you already know how he acts. And he says that he says he was going to be there, but he said he was going to let me know that he warned me about going back and doubling back. And I was like, you don't have to tell me that I double backed. I know I double backed. And he said, yeah, that's the thing. He said, I do have to tell you that I told you not to double back because sometimes you can be stubborn as a fucking mule. And he said, I'm going to drop you on your fucking head. And literally, there's a list of things that my best friend has to drop me on my head for. But there's a list of things I'm going to drop him on his head for, too. Okay? <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> but this is the type of love that I have. And this love didn't just develop overnight. It didn't take... um. It didn't take... it. How do I explain it? It didn't take um years. It took years for us to get to this point and years of unlearning patience and kindness. So when we talk about love, let's just not step, let's just step out the romantic realm and go into our friendship realm and learn how to appreciate those things. Because like literally it's days where like sometimes like we'll both do it. Like we'll be like, you know, I love you, right? And I'll be like, why are you telling me this? He goes, I just want you to know that I love you. As a, like, reminder or some shit like that. And if my best friend stayed, like, across the street from me or, like, close to how he used to. And even when I was far away, my best friend would show up for me. So, when I say, like, certain connections in love technically don't have to be romantic for it to be validated. 
Enjoy your friendships. Tell your friend thank you. Be like, girl, th- like, bro, thank you for being a solid ass motherfucker. Thank you for, thank you for calling me out on my shit. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for being a good friend. Thank you for not giving up. Thank you for being my ride or die. Thank you for giving me a place to stay. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for, man, I appreciate you. Do that shit. Like, show love to those who love you. And like really do that shit and don't just do it because and don't just do it because just to do it. Do it because you want to be in love. Do it because you care. A part of loving yourself includes loving those around you who can see you for exactly who you are. And that requires a level of vulnerability. And hopefully you have that with your friends and your friend group. A lot of times, a lot of times we go into our friendships and we treat them like nothing because we're like, oh, I can easily replace a friend. A good friend is hard to fucking replace. Not gonna hold you. Ever since I lost that bitch, I ain't, I, I ain't been writing, I ain't been writing a female department ever since. I know you're like, oh man, but you both were toxic to each other. All this, yeah, we was toxic. Very, very toxic, and we know we didn't get past that point because we both did some. We both crossed boundaries we should have never crossed. Verbally, emotionally, physically, well, not physically, but verbally and emotionally, we did some shit that we can't come back from. And I get why, and I get why sis don't want to fuck with me because I damn sure as fuck don't want to fuck with sis either. <laughs> but the reason why that friendship failed is because I did not nourish it the same way I nourished this one. And this one, this, this nigga be telling me like, I'm not letting up on your little stubborn ass. I I know you, I know you. And I'm telling you right now, I remember, this is going to be my last thing I think I'm going to say before I end this podcast. But I remember one day, something that could have broke our friendship forever. Me and him were having an argument and it got so bad that I, that I needed him to see my point of view, Right. And because I needed him to see my point of view and I didn't want to like let up on the argument because I knew I was right. I literally said, what would your, um, I hit a soft spot, a, a, a no, no spot, something that he told me that was like very, very important to him. And he told me this man snapped argument off, whatever. I'm still going off. He said, he called me by my whole government name. He said, Andrea, da-da-da-da-da. Don't you ever in your life do this, this, that, third, and again. He said, I'm going to talk to you later. And to this day, I still apologize for the shit I said. Because if he would have hit one of my soft spots, I would have been like, oh, man, like this nigga, like this nigga ain't shit, this nigga ain't shit. And it made me appreciate him more because I thought I hit one of him soft because I thought I hit the soft spot. He said, I don't know how to feel about this friendship. And I was like, in the back of my mind, I'm going off. Fuck you. I don't give a fuck. I'm just going off. Nigga hung up the phone. Ain't talking to me in three days. Oh, my heart was hurting, bitch. I was all that, all that. Fuck you. I hate you. You get on my nerves. Shit went out the window. He wasn't picking up my phone calls. Nothing. No text message. I was like, you want to go out? He love the Eagles, bitch. I'm over there talking about something. You want an Eagles beanie, bitch? <laughs> I'm trying everything to get back in this man good graces. And whole entire time, I'm thinking like, 
I really genuinely love this person and I'm not showing them the appreciation that they deserve. Like, or, or, or I'm, or I'm so stuck on being right that I can't allow this person to grow. And if it's that bad that we need to take a couple of days to, um, to get our stuff together, then that's what we need to do. I don't need to sit there and be like, oh my gosh, um, what, what I mean, I don't need to, I don't need to sit there and invalidate his feelings. And if I truly love this person, I shouldn't be taking love blows like that. And I remember when he came back on day three and he was like, hey, yo, bro, like, I love you and all, but we ain't doing that shit again. And nigga me was like, yes, I got my friend back. And I was like, bro, I said, I will never hurt another person who I love again. I'd rather go silent and keep my distance before I diss somebody who I love and never want to lose again. So in your friendships, before you go off on your homegirl or your homeboy for telling you that you're wrong for, and you know that you're wrong, I'm talking about where it's hoes, where you wear. Because I'm telling y'all right now, some of y'all will cut the people who you love off so much because you don't want to be wrong. And that's not the T. That's not something that you should do. If you wrong, you wrong. If they wrong and you need space and you need them to see your point of view, it's ways to do it. You have to learn how to communicate with those who you love and you have to do it properly. You can't just be like, no matter right, wrong or different. You have to learn how to communicate because passive aggressiveness is not cool. Being overly explosive is not all right. Telling somebody that you wish they would fucking go to hell is not okay. And unless you genuinely hate that person and you do not want that person to come back into your life, words hurt. Me and motherfuckers be like sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Some of y'all are fucking struggling with y'all confidence right now because somebody told y'all I'd never be shitting y'all whole entire life. Somebody who you loved and held to a high standard of regard to y'all told y'all that y'all never be shit in life, that you can't never do this and you can't never do that. That is the problem why you're struggling with your confidence today. Motherfuckers said they loved you and whooped your ass so bad that you thought they hated you. That you said, damn, bitch, if you hate me, just say that. And that's the same shit that y'all do with the people who y'all say y'all love. So when it comes down to loving people, just in general, whether it's your partner, your friend, yourself, be kind to yourself. Talk to yourself like, talk to yourself how you want to be talked to, not how the world has conditioned you to talk to. I'm telling y'all, we're going to talk about self-love tomorrow. So make sure y'all tune in because self-love is the best love and we're going to get on that whole spiel and shtick. So I hope that y'all are ready, 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 Because for self-love, I'm really finna eat y'all up like it's no tomorrow. Yum, 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 yum. Eat y'all up like it's nothing.